Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. I'm Jen Blandos, and this is where we talk about everything entrepreneurship, whether you are just getting started or you have a seven or an eight figure business. I bring you the latest insights, ideas, and inspirations and interviews with the most amazing female entrepreneurs. So it will inspire and motivate you to build the business of your dreams. Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. And today, we're talking about the five biggest things that were game changers for us in Female Fusion in 2023. As we've wrapped up the year, I think it's really important to reflect on business and what's gone well and what hasn't gone well. And what I wanted to do is share with you today what's worked really great for us in Female Fusion. And I hope that it's going to give you some inspiration for what you can do in your business for the coming year as well. So I'm going to jump right into it. And you might find it really useful as well that this one, I am going into a bit of detail and it might be useful to have a pen and paper or something to take notes with because I will be going into a lot of detail as part of this as well. So one of the biggest things that I found worked really well for us in 2023 is that we did a lot of planning in Female Fusion. And those of you who know me know that I do a planning course every year for our members. And this year I did a planning course in London and I did one in Dubai as well. And also kind of partly did one in Sydney with our members when I was there as well. And we also have an online version of that planning course as well. And what I've done as part of that planning course is really gone into detail of all of the different areas in your business that you can review, look at, and put together a plan for the following year. So for us in Female Fusion, I created a plan at the end of 2022 and really made sure that that was in place for 2023. So what happened with that is I was tracking absolutely everything in the business. I had reviewed the performance of the business of the previous year and then really looked at what was working and what wasn't. But what was really important for me to do as part of that is I also made sure that I was reviewing and tracking our performance every single month. So as a result of that, it really gave me the the opportunity to look in greater detail at what was working and what wasn't. And because I was tracking that, when we did have a few shifts and when there were a few challenges that we faced in the business, that I was able to make changes very quickly. And that is why it is so useful to have a plan. Now, I know some people don't like to have plans and I hear that from members sometimes too, that they're like, oh, planning is not for me. It's just too much stress. It's too much to do. I don't have that sort of brain. And it doesn't really matter whether we have a brain for it or not, that if you don't set plans, if you don't have goals for what you're working towards in your business, it's going to be very difficult for you to be consistent and very difficult for you to make those goals. So if you have a business And let's say, for example, you're feeling a little bit frustrated that you're not making as much money as you would like to, that this is an area that's really going to help you to look at that. So to review the performance of your business and set yourself goals for what you want to achieve for the following year. 
So we did that in female fusion and um, looking at the growth of female fusion from the previous year, we pretty much grew by about 50%. Our revenue grew 50% based on what we had done over 2022, which isn't bad actually. Now, you know, for, for somebody like me, um, I always want to do bigger, better, go further. And so I was actually hoping that it was going to be bigger than that. But it was it, it was pretty good. So our growth was 50%, but we've been pretty much on track for 50% throughout all of 2023. And I was aware of that because I was tracking that and I knew what was working and what wasn't working. And when I found things that weren't working, we stopped doing it right away or we found ways that we were able to fix it so it would work within the business. So from my perspective, tracking, really, really important and having a plan. So if you don't have a process for doing that or if you feel a little bit uncomfortable when it comes to doing your plan in your business, we do have a course for that and I will include that within the show notes. And it's, I think it's about 26 or 27 videos and I do go into detail and we have a beautiful 62-page workbook, 62 pages that is an editable PDF and you're able to go and create your own plan. So it really gives you the tools to be able to do that. The other thing as well that we have on the homepage of the Female Fusion website is you can also download our SME dashboard. And our SME dashboard is the Google Sheet that you can take and make a copy for yourself and it has a space for you to track month on month what your figures are and that for me has been my tool across the business for the year that I've been looking month on month at uh, what our performance has been and I've been able to see okay so we increased over last month we did less than last month what happened what do we need to go and change and I've also spoken on a lot about this as well over the the past year that in 2023 we had a great year but we also had a few months that weren't great and because I was tracking because we were working towards a plan that I saw that and one of the reasons was my fault why we had a couple of months that weren't so great. And that was because I was traveling around the world and I was going to meetings and events and speaking at events around the world and meeting with members around the world. And I wasn't able to have the time to to be with the team as much as I wanted to, especially because we did have a few new team members as well. So because of that, our numbers fell across a few months. But then I also looked at it and thought, okay, Okay, so numbers weren't as great. I wasn't as happy with the performance on these months. But actually, if I look at it, that those months that I was out of the business, that I was building relationships and connections with people, and that helped with further growth of the business. It might not have been immediate, but maybe will come to fruition six months, one year, one and a half, two years later. So all is not lost. We did have a bit of a dip, but it was really useful to see that. And it also showed me as well that I needed to spend more time with the team and invest in the team so they feel much more confident when I'm not in the office because every business owner's dream, you want to be able to to be out of the office and have the business run without you. And that point in the year showed me that I wasn't quite there yet and needed to make a few more adjustments. 
The next thing that has been a big game changer for us in Female Fusion is one that was for me personally, which has had a big impact on the business. And that has been that I did a lot more work on my personal brand. So my personal brand rather than the Female Fusion brand, because I have the team in Female Fusion who works on the marketing and the PR and everything else in the business. And then um, I personally do anything that has to do with brand gen. And the reason for that, that, you know, I know that some people outsource this and they'll have other people do things. But for me personally, I'm still at a point right now where I feel that, um, I don't feel comfortable with other people taking my personal brand and writing things in my voice that I want to be able to really show people what I believe in, what I value, what I stand for, what my thinking is around certain issues or points. So I spent a lot of time working on my personal brand. So what does that mean? I was doing a lot of speaking opportunities. I was at events. I ended up speaking at the Kajabi Hero Live event in Austin, Texas, which was great. I spoke at Tina Towers event in Australia this year. I spoke at um, a number of events around International Women's Day, at a number of big conferences. I was at the STEP conference in Dubai. And so all of those were really great for my personal brand, as well as being on TV and radio and um, contributing to a number of media articles. On top of that, I was also very present on social media. So I really, over the past year, put a lot of thought and planning into what that personal brand looks like. And when I hear from business owners and they say to me, they're like, oh, you know, my personal brand isn't important. All I care about is my business and I want to hide behind the business. People don't need to know me. Look, you can do that if you are super introverted, super shy, and you don't feel comfortable with it. You have to do what works for you. And if that feels right for you, and if that feels authentic for you, that's fine. So even if you are introverted, you have to do what feels right for you. But the unfortunate thing that can feel a little bit frustrating is that people are in the business of buying from people. And so a lot of times your customers or your clients want to know who the person is behind the business. So it doesn't mean that you have to show up all the time, that you have to do videos, that you have to do the blah, 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 like you see me doing all the time, because that's not, that's not for everybody, right? And I think authenticity is a really important part of your personal brand. So maybe instead it means things like showing up through pictures or photographs and taking a bit of time and investing in getting some really good personal branding photos done. Because I am in the public eye a lot, I get a lot of pictures done and I'm very fortunate that we do have the most amazing photographers that we work with. And I've also had some really good one-on-one photo shoots. I've had some done by um, Debbie, who's our photographer in Dubai. She's with Press Play. I've had some done with um, Sherry, who is 
our photographer with Shots by Sherry in the UK and also um, Claire who is our photographer in Australia. So I've had some really great personal branding shoots and all in very different locations and the fabulous thing about that is it's given me really great content to be able to use across my social media and across the website as well for the business. But when you're planning to do those personal brand photo shoots is you want to be very clear on what you want to have come out of that. So um, to have a plan on what kind of photos do I need? Where am I going to use them? Is it going to be for social media? Will it be for the website? Am I going to use it for a brochure? If you are very clear on those things that you want to use them for, you can give your photographer a really clear brief and you can think about what kinds of stories that you want to have as well. So for example, at the end of the year, a number of businesses really like to do things around Black Friday. And I've seen a a few entrepreneurs who did big sales around Black Friday and they actually went and did personal branding photo shoots all around Black Friday. So they wore black clothes or they were holding black items. And so those were things that they were able to use in their promotional materials that they had organized months in advance so they could use it for their Black Friday sale. So it's really useful to think about how you're going to use those photos. And it doesn't matter what kind of business owner you are, whether you're introverted or extroverted, that having some really beautiful photos really helps you with your business and helps you with your personal brand as well. And I found that Spending the time to really think about my personal brand, how I wanted people to view me, the tone of voice that I wanted to have, the stories that I wanted to share, really helped a lot with the growth of Female Fusion because I was finding that things that I was doing personally, people were connecting with Female Fusion because they identified me with Female Fusion. So that was an amazing, amazing game changer for us in... um, female fusion. And then the third thing as well that really helped us in female fusion was that we got super serious with social media. And, you know, the previous years we had, you know, we had done social media and we had been pretty consistent, but not always consistent, where this year in 2023, we were very, very consistent with our social media and it made a big impact. Now, all of our growth in Female Fusion for most of 2023 has been organic. We have never really properly invested in ads and um, it, we, we've been very blessed and fortunate that we have a very engaged audience and we've been able to grow quite quickly. Our um, our Instagram account goes very fast. Our Facebook grows really fast. And so that has been really useful for us. But then we also realize that if we want to go further, we also need to have a strategy behind that. And so 2023 was the year of the strategy, was the year of being consistent, of thinking very clearly about who we partner with and collaborate with and connect with on social media um, because we've done a number of cross promotions with people to um, the colors and the design and the tone of voice and the messaging and what we're communicating, when we're communicating, what information we're sharing. And we found as a result of that, that our organic 
our organic growth has been amazing. But we've also realized as well that 2024 is going to be the year of paid and it's going to be paid traffic. So we have managed to work really well on getting that organic growth down and really working well in our funnels. And so 2024, big year for us, is going to be much more focused on paid advertising as well. But when you're doing that within your business is that it's really important to to get good at your social media and to to really make sure that you're clear on who your audience is and how you're connecting with them and what they like and what they don't like and what kind of posts resonate and which ones don't resonate because that's really important for you as a, as a business owner. So that's been really powerful for us as well. The next one that has been a massive, massive game changer, and it was a bit of an experiment for me, is previously on uh, our social media, we had only really focused on Instagram and Facebook. Those were kind of our platforms. That was where we felt that our members were, and we really neglected LinkedIn. And to be honest, I never really liked LinkedIn. It just seemed to me like it was too much work and it was a bit boring and it just, it wasn't really the platform for me. But in the summer, I, um, thought to myself, I'm going to try and experiment and see if I invest in LinkedIn, if I post on LinkedIn every single day, if I am thinking about the types of posts from having ones that are engaging to sharing information, to asking questions, to doing polls, you know, all the different types of content that we talk about from best practice, that if I do that consistently on LinkedIn, will my audience grow? And will my audience grow personally and will that have an impact on female fusion? Now, one of the things that I actually got a little bit confused about in the beginning with LinkedIn was I thought, okay, so I just need to have a strategy for female fusion, the business. But one of the things that I discovered very early on and talking to people who are real experts in the in this, like, uh, for example, Guillaume Laurent, who um, is an, a, a LinkedIn expert. He's French, based in Dubai, and he advises people all over the world on LinkedIn. And he very much said to me, you know, your, your personal profile first, your company page second. And so share, put things on your company page, but then share it on your personal profile as well. Invite your audience who connects with you on your personal side to then go and follow your page and engage with your page as well. And so that's what I did, posted every single day. And I've seen massive growth, like massive, massive growth from posting every day. And I'm talking like seven days a week, a post a day, sometimes two posts a day. I make sure that I've been really good at being consistent in the way that I post, uh, posting every day at the same time, having a bit of a strategy behind LinkedIn. And I think we almost need to have a whole podcast episode on mastering LinkedIn because there's a lot behind LinkedIn. But one of the the things that's important is that you post at a regular time and then you also spend time engaging with other people's posts as well. And so I set aside time every single day to do that. And somebody said to me, like, don't you think that that's a waste of your time? Don't you think that there's better things that you could be doing with your time? Um, no. 
because you need to see this not as like I'm scrolling on social media and, you know, I'm just kind of wasting time, that this is an investment in your marketing and an investment in your new business. So this is a new business activity. And so um, by engaging with people's content really helps you across the platform as well. And that was really a game changer. The other thing as well is contributing to the articles. They have these AI generated articles and contributing comments and thoughts to those articles. So you can get the LinkedIn voices badge badge on your profile as well. And that also helped too. And I did, did a lot around that. And I've seen, I've grown on LinkedIn in the past six months over two and a half thousand extra people have followed with me I think two and a half three thousand and it's been growing quite a lot now I've been getting quite a few more people following me and I think you know you reach a point where if you're doing it consistently you almost hit a tipping point and that's what happened with me on LinkedIn and then what I was finding was happening is I had kind of positioned myself as like the woman who talks about entrepreneurship and women owning businesses and global business and uh, communities and monetizing communities that I was having so many DMs and so many people being um, like sending me messages saying, hey, how do I join Female Fusion? How do I get more information? How do we sponsor Female Fusion? All of these different things. So that's been super valuable for me within the business that, you know, you think, okay, okay, I might be wasting half an hour of my time doing this, but actually it's really helped us in Female Fusion grow. So uh, although it's been activity that I've done personally, that that has really resounded with us for Female Fusion, the business. So really focusing on LinkedIn has been a game changer. And what's interesting as well is that it's a different kind of member who's coming through LinkedIn. And it's really interesting to see that too, that the businesses that are joining Female Fusion through LinkedIn are usually bigger businesses, businesses who have operations in more than one country. And so it's a really interesting mix of businesses that are connecting with me through LinkedIn. So top tip for the following year, absolutely think about how you're going to grow your LinkedIn and how you will use that personally, but how you can leverage that for your own business. And then the final thing, which has been a massive game changer for us this year in Female Fusion, and I am sure it's going to come as no surprise to you, is our podcast. Now, last year, well, at the beginning About a year ago, I read some research that was put out by Kajabi that said that digital businesses that are on Kajabi who have a podcast make 28% more than businesses who are not on Kajabi or who don't have a podcast. And I was like, heck yes, I am having a podcast. If I'm going to make 28% more having a podcast, I am definitely going to do it. I didn't know what I was doing when we first started. Um, And it has been such a tremendous ride for us. And the podcast has grown so quickly. And we've had so many people following, downloading, engaging with the podcast, that it has been an absolute immense game changer for us. It has helped us grow the business. 
It has helped us grow global. It has helped us get global connections, global guests. And we have recorded our podcast all over the world. Now, we first started off um, doing it as cheaply as we possibly could because I didn't know if it was going to work or not. And we ended up recording in studios in Dubai at first that were just audio. And that was great. I mean, it was really great for us to just get started and to experiment and see. And for the first 25-ish episodes, it was just audio. Sometimes I would interview people over Zoom or over StreamYard and we would have interviews that way. But one of the things that I found is that the sound quality was never great. It was kind of, it was okay, um, but it wasn't great. And so when we reached about 30 episodes, we decided to switch all of our recordings to a studio. And it has made such a difference because when you listen to a podcast, I don't know about you, but for me, I need to hear good sound. If it doesn't have good sound, I am like, I'm, I'm out. I can't, I can't listen to something that doesn't have good quality audio. And I was aware that with our podcast, when we were recording it in a few different places, that the audio was kind of okay, um, but it wasn't amazing. And I was worried that the podcast wasn't going to grow unless we went to a studio. The other thing as well that we did... And I think this has had a really big role for us is that in August, you know, and I am a bit of a creative person. I do come up with crazy ideas. And I think sometimes my team are like, oh, Jen has another idea. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Typical entrepreneur. I'm full of ideas. And I had this idea where I thought, do you know what I would love to do would be to interview 30 of our members in Female Fusion over 30 days. And I told the team this and the team were like, I love that idea. I think that's great. I don't think they've realized how much work it was going to be. Like it was crazy, crazy, crazy amount of work. And we recorded most of the interviews in the Podster studios in Dubai, which is where I'm recording today. Absolutely love the Podster studios. It's been really great, like just a really easy process for us to do the the podcast. And then we used a studio in London for doing some interviews with some of our members in London as well. But it was a really great opportunity for us to connect with our members and share their stories. And when we did that, we found our podcast flew. It went, it it just went off the charts. And we were like number one entrepreneurship, number three business uh, in in the UAE. And we were like top 20, top 50 in a number of other markets as well. So in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, um, even Malawi, we were top of the charts. I think we were top 100 in Canada for a while, in Greece, the Netherlands. And so when you see these things, it's like, Oh my gosh, it's so cool. There's people like all over the world listening to me because you don't automatically think that. But what happened when we did that is not only did we feature those businesses, but we also had 
um, them sharing our podcast with their audience. And so we were having even more people follow and even more people connect with Female Fusion. So we found that it really amplified the work that we were doing, amplified our member stories, and really helped us connect with people all around the world and get members all around the world. And so that was a real game changer for us. And I would say probably number one thing that we did, well, there's a couple of things that were amazing that happened for us in 2023, but really the podcast is what had the biggest shift. And then also as well, us taking our membership global as well. And I'll, I'll go into a whole other podcast about going global and what that looks like. So if you've been sitting on the edge thinking about, do I want a podcast? Do I not want a podcast? Oh, the tech really scares me. I don't know. If you're looking for something a bit innovative and different to do, I would highly recommend looking at podcasting. Now, podcasting isn't for everyone, and I don't want people to think that just because it worked for Female Fusion, it will work for you, because it is a lot of work, and you have to like it. And some people love having a podcast, and some people do not. So I found that I absolutely loved having a podcast and I like being in front of the camera and I like speaking and I like sharing my knowledge. And so that worked really well for me, but other people don't like it. So if you don't like it, if it's not your thing, don't do it because it's not going to be authentic. But there are other things that you can do if podcasting and having your podcast is not your thing. The other thing that you can look at doing as well is you can guest on other people's podcasts. And that is another great tool to get out there and be seen and to be visible because there are still very few podcasts that update regularly. Now, what happens a lot of times is people go, oh, I'm going to have a podcast and they go out and they create a podcast and they'll record three episodes, five episodes and then be like, oh my goodness, this is too much work and just stop. So if you feel that you're that type of person, don't invest the time uh, or the money of doing that because it's never really going to be your thing. Because like anything that we're doing, whether it's marketing or launching a new product or a service, is it takes so much time and you need to be consistent with us. And when you start out as well with a podcast, you might have 20 people following your podcast, 50 people, 100 people. And sometimes that can feel really frustrating that you don't have many people looking at the downloads of your podcast and they're not listening to it. But you need to keep up and you need to keep doing it. And sometimes it can feel like, oh, nobody's listening to my podcast. But the number of times that I have met people all around the world who've been like, oh, Jen, I listened to your podcast. Oh, I got a great idea for this or I really like that. And so when you hear things like that, for me, it feels so special. And I've, I'm filled with so much gratitude for the people who listen to our podcast. So for us, it's been an absolute game changer. And we have recorded over 85 episodes in 2023. We have also, we haven't put out all 85 episodes, but we have recorded those. And we have some that are batched as well. And in order for you to be consistent, one of the things to think about is you do need to set aside some time. So so I will go and sit in a studio and batch record a number of podcast episodes. So I might do five in a session. My absolute maximum 
And the team at Podster say that I hold the record for this as I recorded 15 episodes of the Women on the Right Rise podcast in one day. And it was a little bit insane. And after that point, I couldn't remember who I talked to, what I did, and I didn't want to talk to anybody for 24 hours. So I wouldn't recommend it. um, But absolutely batching. I do recommend, you know, get three episodes, five episodes done and out of the way. And then you know that you'll be able to be consistent with your content for a while. So there you have it, our top five game changers for 2023 in Female Fusion, going all in on the podcast, making sure that we really double down on LinkedIn and spending a lot of time on it being really, really focused on our marketing and what we're doing with social media, really involving my personal brand and seeing that my personal brand also really impacts the business and having a plan, sticking to it, constantly reviewing, constantly tracking, updating things to making sure that we are super tight on the plan that we have in the business. So I hope that some of these have given you some inspiration for what you can do in your business for the coming year ahead. As business owners, we need to focus on our personal brand, but I know that that can feel really overwhelming for some entrepreneurs. And so I have created Female Fusion's personal branding templates. And this toolkit basically has a template for you to create your own profile, which is great if you're pitching for events or if you are trying to have press coverage. And I have also provided for you a template that you can use on Canva to create your own pitch sheet to appear on other people's podcasts because podcasts are a great way to increase your personal brand and we need brilliant photos and we have put together a pitch sheet on how you put together your brief for doing your own photos as well. So all you need to do is go to femalefusionnetwork.com forward slash brand and the personal branding template kit is there for you to go and purchase.